Today is the first Sunday of the month, <clears throat> well, the first Sunday of 2023, and the title of this message is called The Servant, and this will be part one. And this is the start of a new year, 2023. I believe the message today is to set the tone for the rest of the year and for shaping the body of Christ into what the Lord Jesus desires. For the church to be a witness for Christ, to be one, to be able to glorify the Father through the Son, so that the world will know that the Father sent the Son, we need to be one. And to be, for that oneness to take place, we must all learn and understand what it means to be a servant, or have the heart of a servant. What the church has become over the years does not represent the kingdom of God. Therefore, the importance of what Jesus said to Peter, he said to Peter, If you love me, feed my sheep and tend to my lambs. If you love me, feed my sheep and tend to my lambs. That has not changed and it still applies today. My hope for 2023 is that we will all learn and know what it is to be a servant in the kingdom of heaven and do it so that the Father's will is done on earth through the Son. Now, we'll go to Mark chapter 10. And this is where James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus one day and asked for a favor. They want Jesus to permit them want to sit on his right hand and want to sit on his left as he's crowned in his kingdom. They wanted to be seated in honored places. And Jesus said to them and the rest of the disciples, and we pick it up in Mark chapter 10, verse 42. And verse 42, Jesus said this. The scripture says this, but Jesus called them to himself and said to them, you know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever of you desires to be first shall be slaves of all. Verse 45, for even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. All right, so what's important here, it says, those who rule over the Gentiles, let them know that they are in charge and have no problem exerting their authority, usually to get more power and or keep their power or influence. He said, this is not how it's going to be with my disciples, with my people in my kingdom. Whoever wants to be great, whoever wants to be high, big, mighty among you shall be your servant. So if you want to be in a place of honor, become a slave to all. You have to lower yourself and become a slave to others in place, in it to be in a place of honor of a great place of greatness in the kingdom of God. Jesus said, I did not come to serve, but I came. I did not come to be served. I came to serve and to give my life as a ransom for many. 
And as I said, he came to serve. And we got to remember who he came to serve. He came to serve his father. Now, I want to define, let me define a few things. This, the word servant in the Greek is the word doulos, which means slave. It's a sense of being, having a sense of subjection or subserviency. And the word subservient means to obey without question. Now, the servant meaning in the dictionary, it says it's a person who performs duties for others, especially a person employed in a house on domestic domestic duties or as a personal assistant. Now, the dictionary meaning of slave, it says a person who is forced to work for and obey another and is considered to be their property. In other words, an enslaved person. Now, Jesus said it in verse 45. He said, I came to serve. I came to serve my father and to pay the ransom for many. In other words, he says, I came to be a servant. Oh, I am a servant. I am a slave. I am subservient. I am without question here to, uh, to serve and I'm subservient to my father. I'm here to perform his, the duties he requires of me. That is what Jesus is saying here. I came to serve my father and be a ransom for many. So, in another occasion, the disciples were arguing about who would be greatest. Now, let's turn to Mark, Matthew, I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 18, verse 2. Matthew chapter 18, verse 2. Let's go there. It says here in Matthew chapter 18, verse 2, the disciples, were, as I said, they were arguing about who would be greatest in the kingdom. And Jesus said here in verse 2, Matthew chapter 18, he said, Jesus called a little child to them and set him in the midst of them and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So we look at Mark chapter 10 and Matthew chapter 18. And we see there in two occasions, Jesus is saying, if you want to be great, one, you have to become a slave to all. And in Matthew chapter 18, he said, if you want to be great in the kingdom, you have to be like a little child. So it seems like being a slave or a servant is, is, relates to the attitude of a child. So the context of this is saying, if a person wants to be great, they must voluntarily humble themselves to become a servant or a slave to others. Greatness in the kingdom comes through voluntary service. A servant, therefore, has the attitude of a child in the kingdom of heaven. Now, this service is not done for recognition, but out of love. To be like little children requires trust and submission to Christ. We must be teachable and willing to humble ourselves. Little children obey without question. They are subservient. In other words, they act like slaves or servants. We must also be willing to yield to Christ with the same heart and attitude. Notice I said, obey Christ and not man. 
we, obs- we obey God in the body of Christ as they obey Christ. We obey people in the body of Christ as they obey Christ. But we must be sure that they are obeying Christ and serving others. We don't just blindly follow men. We are not blindly subservient to men who, uh, who in the body wants the Lord over us. He said this is not how it ought to be. But those who are willing to uh, overseers or who are in positions of leadership must also have the heart of a little child and humble themselves and be servants. We are all supposed to serve one another. Now a servant walks in humility, gives up control and is dependent on God in everything. This is a trait of a servant in the kingdom of God. This was the attitude of Jesus when he walked the earth as the son of man. Now turn with me to John chapter 5. I want to show you all something here very quickly. John chapter 5 verse 19 and verse 30. Now verse 19, this is what Jesus said. Jesus, then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, whatever he, whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. Let me repeat that. <clears throat> then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son does, the Son also does in like manner. And verse 30, Jesus said, I can do nothing of myself. I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. So Jesus said, I can do nothing of myself. I do what I see the Father do. In other words, I imitate my Father. I am his servant. I am subjected to him. I am subservient to him. I obey him without question. What I see him do is what I do. I imitate him. What he tells me to say, I say. I don't question. I obey him. My Father loves me and shows me what he's doing. So at the Father's work, I work in like manner. And verse 30, I cannot do anything of my own. I am not capable of doing these things in my own strength. I am dependent on my Father. I am subservient. I obey Him without question. And I am dependent on Him. As I hear, I judge. And how I judge is righteous because I am doing His will and not my own will. And that's important. Jesus was always in service to his father. He made himself a voluntary slave. He willingly obeyed his father. He imitated his father in speech and action, doing the father's will. And this also is what is expected of us who are Christ. We must willingly be in subjection to him. In other words, become willing servants or slaves Not out of fear, not because we are forced to or we are coerced to or we are afraid of something. We do it because we love him. 
we understand what he did for us on Calvary. He said, I came to serve, not to be served and to be a ransom for many. When we understand what Jesus did on the cross so that we can be, we were redeemed from darkness into light. We are reconciled to God. We were redeemed by his blood. We do it. We serve him because we love him, because of what he's done for us. So our service, our, our willingness to, to, to obey him, to be submitted to him is out of love, not out of fear. We willingly humble ourselves and make ourselves servants so that the Father's will will be done on earth. As Jesus did the will of the Father so that the Father's will was done on earth. What was that? He became a ransom for many so that we can be redeemed. We also submit to Christ so that the will of God is done on earth as it is in heaven. This is what is expected of us who are Christ. We must willingly be in subjection to Christ. In other words, become willing servants or slaves, not out of fear, as I said, not out of force, but out of love. We recognize that we belong to him and are his representatives on the earth. As the Bible says, we are ambassadors for Christ. Why? Because we know that he loves us. The spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in us. And that spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are loved, that we are sons of God, that we belong to Christ, and that we have nothing to fear but to trust him, submit to him, submit to the spirit of God, walk by faith. As little children do. Little children walk by faith. That's what Jesus did. He walked by faith. Faith. He imitated the Father. He only said what the Father told him to say. He said, the Father loves me. for Because I always do those things that please him. Why? Because he was subservient to the Father. He obeyed the Father without question. Even to the death of the cross. So we must have a heart of a servant. In other words, have the attitude and heart of a child, willing to walk in humility and give ourselves totally to him. This requires love and trust. We can only, only love and we can only trust when we know him. When we give, the only way we can know him, Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my words, you keep my commandments and I will love you. And the father would love you. The measure of our love is determined by the level and the willingness we are to humble ourselves and be obedient to him. Our level of obedience determines the, the attitude of our love for Christ and in Christ and the love we have for each other. Amen. So, as I said, humility, having the heart of a child, Willingly making ourselves a slave to Christ. Taking on the form of a servant. By obeying and putting the needs of others. The will, the needs of will of Christ before our own. As I said, a servant is a person who performs duties for others. We perform the duties as Christ requires of us. As Jesus did the duties, performed the duties for his father. We are also perform, supposed to perform duties for Christ. That's how we show that we love him. We willingly make ourselves servants, slaves, so that his will is done on earth. 
so that we can be one, so that the world will know that the Father sent him, so that the Father is glorified through the Son. All right, so this is what I wanted to share today on part one of the servant, and I'll pick it up next time. So I hope you receive something today in Jesus' name. Amen.